Welcome to Radio Rehab. I'm your host, Dana, here in studio with producer Shar. If this is your first time listening, you can go back because we've got over 200-something episodes in the bank, and there's a ton of stuff for you to listen to there. So go listen to all of them. We are a recovery podcast. I'm a recovering person, recovering addict and alcoholic, and I like to talk to other recovering addicts and alcoholics. Um you know, about how they do it so we can all trudge this road together. And then sometimes we do entertainment episodes and interview directors of movies and actors like we did today. Well, sometimes you talk to me and I'm not in recovery. Well, yeah, that's right. You're not in recovery, but we just like this is a a weekly roundup of our show. So this is when we just kind of like go over the week and what happened. We're in the midst of booking our next guest and all that. But we did some. Uh, I, I screened the movie Wendy, which is. Um, a totally different new adaptation. I don't even want to say it's an adaptation of Peter Pan, but it's it's loosely based on Peter Pan and the Lost Boys, but uh, it's it's not a cartoon, and it's done very beautifully, and it's done by Ben, who directed uh, Beasts of the Southern Wild. Yes. So yeah, I saw I screened the movie last night. It was it was amazing, and then today I got to interview Devin France, uh, who's the star of the movie, and Ben, who is the director of the movie. And I need to. We're gonna have to. We'll, we'll have to rehash this when we do the ins and outs for for that for that particular episode. But what we didn't capture on video, <laughs> on in pictures, or or in audio form, in any in any way, shape, or form, is you having a conversation with a ten year old. I know because I I'm ten. So I mean, it was literally like me talking. To or that's how I feel. Talk that I felt like she and I were on the same page. Or as your niece says, you're three. Right. Really. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um. Yeah. There's a backstory there where she she goes. I want somebody to ask me what music I like. I'm like, okay, what music do you like? It turns out it's the Gorillas, and I'm like, I love the Gorillas. And she's like, what's your favorite song? And I said, Dare. And then she started singing Dare, and we started dancing, and it was great. And then everybody was like, well, I wish we got that on film. Yeah, well, and it was also like there's another like for these press tours, we're in a we're like in a queue of oh, right, yeah, there was two other other people yeah. waiting for us. <laughs> I forgot about that. And yeah, so, there were these two other journalists waiting outside and while I'm busy like, dancing. Everything needs to be held on a schedule, and we were already running behind. And so you guys are talking. I'm like trying to get you to pick up my microphone so that we can get the hell out of there. And you're having a conversation. I'm like, dude, you're <laughs> such a little kid. Because you're so excited. Like, you were, you were, I mean, it was great because, you know, you're good at talking to other children. Yeah, to other 10-year-olds, <laughs> other people my age. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, that was good. I'm excited that I heard about the movie. I didn't get a chance to see it. I know you saw it the other day. And it's really good. It's really cool. Yeah, well, he got a lot of uh, he got a lot of accolades for Beast of the Southern Wilds. Oh he did, yeah, like, wasn't there like awards and stuff Absolutely. like that? Absolutely. Yeah, and I think like I was telling him, and of course we'll put this, you know, in the ins and outs of that episode. But it, it's like for any adult who grew up loving Goonies and the Never Ending Story, like you, you're gonna love this movie. That's awesome. Yeah, and the, and those those movies are my jam. So that was awesome, and. Uh, what else what else has happened this week is uh I have gone because life happened and I got busy. Look, I'm already making excuses for myself. So I I haven't been to a meeting in 9 days. And that has resulted in some road rage. And it's so funny like every time I get too busy to go to a meeting and I don't go, you see it. 
Like people notice I'm snapping and I'm not happy and I'm restless, irritable and discontent, as they say. And I have literally wanted to throw, you know, uh, batteries out of my car at people. I got an email from somebody um, that I went to school with who I've known for a million years in L.A. And this person had just gotten sober. And yeah, you forwarded it to me. Yeah, it's like, it was so He's cool. like 10 days clean. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think now it's probably it's probably a little more, what, like two weeks or okay. something like that. More, But yeah, it's like I was just so happy to have somebody reach out to me with, you know, who was just getting sober. Because it's like it really does help. You know, if you could if you could get sober with all your high school friends, that would be awesome because you guys relate to each other and you know each other and you saw the beginnings of the ism. Right. Like he and I partied together. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like it was just that was what we did in high school. And um, I, it just really made me happy to see that, you know, that that he wanted to take control of this and that he sees there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And that it just makes me happy that, you know, people can listen to this. So uh, but my advice to him, because of the fact that he's newly sober, was I was like, you got to go to 90 meetings in 90 days, which is what my sponsor told me. And mm-hmm. and um I did. And of course, I loved it. But, you know, then again, my friend has a kid. You know, I didn't I didn't have anybody depending on me when I got sober. I just had all this time. And sometimes I went to more than night. Sometimes I went to two meetings a day because I could. uh, So when you first got sober, you went to 90, you went to meetings daily, right? At least one a day. Okay, at least. Um, And then compare it to like this last time when you're going through a kind of a rut. Yeah. So like, and they they ask you and, and you're. That's always your, the suggestion. Your sponsor yeah. was just like, you're going to, you know. No, she had, didn't tell me. I knew she was going to tell me, so I just did it. Oh, is that what yeah. happened? I, oh, thought yeah. she, I thought she oh, told there's you. there's no way I would have told her I quit going to meetings and and see what she wanted me to do. Like, she'd be like, why are you even calling me, dude? Get your ass to a meeting. Right. Oh, I thought I thought that it was more like, oh, this is what, this is, this is what the doctor prescribes. Oh, no, it? the doctor prescribed a fifth step. <laughs> I had to do a bunch of, I had to do a lot of, I had to do some four step work on a lot of shit. Did she, <laughs> she really? She. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did a lot of work. I had to do a lot of writing and I went up there and fifth stepped it out with my sponsor. And okay. yeah, it was. Well, I remember you had some, uh, you went to Sonoma and you're like, oh, you're supposed to. Yeah, yeah, and it was like I took a happy pill. I felt great. <laughs> well, of course, because you always feel good when you do the work. Mm-hmm. You always feel good when you're working with other people and when you meet with your sponsor when you go to meetings. So why do we quit? <laughs> so, well, let me ask you this. And I, I don't know if this is, and it's not directed at anybody or anything. Okay. I, it, it's just, um, I've always, like, don't you, like, isn't there always time for a meeting? Like, when people say, when when people make like what you were just saying, you were making excuses for like, oh here I am making excuses, life got in the way, blah 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 blah. Like I've heard this from some people where they're just like, you have to make going to meetings or you know your recovery program number one priority because if you don't do that, then all that other stuff, the kids, the the the, yes. the family, the job, you don't have that stuff if you don't have the sobriety. So when when people do that, when like when people are like, Oh, I can't do that because, you know, I've got all this stuff. I've got life is like Somebody like your the Grand Poobah, your sponsor, yes. who, you know, like you say is like, you know, the queen bee of, you know, of, of sponsors, 
Yes. Is that is that person gonna you know call you on your stuff and go? That's not an excuse. Or, My sponsor, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's old timers who won't work with you if you won't go to a meeting every day. You know what I mean? They're like, mm-hmm. you're up, you're at a 7.30 a.m. meeting every morning or I don't work with you. There's people who are like that. I'm not like that with my sponsees. Maybe it's because I'm don't really. i not a mom mm-hmm. and I don't really have, like, the authoritarian gene at all. Right. So, like, it's harder for me to, I can't really be like that. I did it because I could mm-hmm. go to 90 meetings in 90 days. When I got when I got sober, but then there's also the thing they say is it's like I was so busy, I had this happening and this happening, I couldn't get to a meeting, and then somebody will say, um, you know, would that have stopped you from? Would those things have stopped you from drinking? And then you're like, fuck, <laughs> you're screwed because you're like, no. In my case, nothing stopped me from drinking and using because I was round the clock, mm-hmm. so I really didn't have a, a you know any ground to stand on and say, oh, I can't, I can't do this. Well, it's too hard. I, I guess I brought this up and I'm bringing it up now because I stopped myself before I brought it. When we were we were kind of talking, kind of pre-chatting about what we yeah. were talk about today, and you were telling me you did the kind of, and that was the thing is I kind of felt like an asshole because I was like, because well, because well, you said. Well, because you know, I was I was asking you earlier why, you know, you need a meeting and why I was like, well, I I did the why oh, you I, stop? I totally could have. I mean, I, I totally I got busy, but I totally yeah, could have well, if I really and, well, put that's my why, mind. That's to why it. the yeah. the asshole in me came out because I was just like, well, did you really? <laughs> no, I, no, no, but it's true. It's true. It's because I put all these things before my meetings. I put sleep before my meetings. All I had to do was get up two hours earlier. I could totally have gone to a meeting, but I but I'm like, ew, get up early, gross. Yeah, because <laughs> like I guess that's I guess that's why I was like I didn't really want to call. That's why I'm not directing it, but I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm calling you guys out because you're like, oh, life, oh, kids, oh, this, right, oh, that. right, right. Like, but uh, but that was I guess that was like my knee jerk reaction to it, and I just did. I didn't want you guys. To, I didn't want you to take it the wrong way but i was no, like no that's but I, mean, I was asked i was just wondering if if that's what like the hard ass people would do <laughs> yeah. that's what the hard ass people would do <laughs> yeah like i mean absolutely you could go it's so like i had i had a, a home group and a fellowship and like i comped a, comped a bunch of resentments against them and i'm not even exactly sure why <laughs> i really just think i wanted to get loaded this is 15 years ago and when i was telling my sponsor you know how it happened, she was like, you know, what I would have told you is to find a new damn home group, you know? And it's like, yeah, why didn't I do that? <laughs> it's because I wanted to get loaded, really. What it boils down to is that my relapse had started long before I had started using at that point. I mean, I guess because I've always heard from my various friends that are in, <laughs> that are in recovery. Right. <laughs> they've always said that, you know, like, that's why there's meetings all day. Like, right. At, like, at, at, like, 5 30 in the morning meetings and nighttime meetings and right. lunchtime meetings and there's like there's no excuse for you to go oh i couldn't find i guess it's like church well yeah it's not like yeah, exactly <laughs> it's like church it's like you can't not it's not that you can't find one but it's like okay i've got this to do all day and uh but like my friend is in a different boat than me because he has kids like mm-hmm. I, that's told, that is, that is, that's an actual excuse. Like, mm. that really is real, you know? And I do know people, like, I know a lot of single moms who are like, I can't get to a meeting, you know? And they can't because they've got their kids. And, like, I've seen them bring their kids to a meeting and it doesn't work out very well, you know? Like, there are some but meetings can you, you can, yes, there are some meetings you can bring your kids to. Oh, I should tell my friend about that. There, I don't know how old his kids are, but, but there are some meetings you can bring your kid to. Like, my dad used to take me to meetings with him. 
that's what I was gonna say. Wasn't there like a boy and a meeting yeah. daycare? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, not only that, there's like Alatine and Alatot. Alatot for the like, kids. You always bring that but, up. But yeah, but shit, I'd rather go to a meeting with the grown-ups than sitting there with you know. They can't talk to you about recovery, can they? Yeah, they I do. Mean, it's like, how are you feeling? Are we and allowed they... to be talking about this? I don't actually. I don't know. <laughs> We should maybe not. <laughs> and besides, that was the '80s when I was actually a tot. So I uh, maybe it's didn't. No, maybe we shouldn't. I don't know. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, the, but like we we're lucky because we live in the San Francisco Bay Area, and there's you know I mean like 500 meetings a day. I'm exaggerating, but there's a lot. There's a meeting like every day at six o'clock. There's like 15 meetings. At 6.15, there's 15 more meetings. At 6.30, there's 15 more meetings. There's places it's not like that. Like, I've gone to uh, Vicksburg, Mississippi. It wasn't like that, you know? And then even at Sonoma, there weren't that many meetings. I mean, but there was enough. There was mm-hmm. enough for me to do 90 and 90. Mm-hmm. And they were all really good meetings. I can't say enough about the Sonoma Fellowship. Wherever people drink a lot, it's like the fellowship is is top notch. Hmm. Or top shelf. <laughs> I guess that was kind of like my main thing when we were talking about that, about you know getting the right get the meetings and i mean yeah like my friend that we were talking about is new and uh has a reason you know and has an excuse and has a kid i have you know going on four and a half years of sobriety i know better and i have no excuse for not going to a meeting for nine days which is what i've done but uh you know for people who can't get to meetings uh i do want to say and i sent my friend this link too there's something that's been really helpful to me called we joy and it's an app, and you can literally find any meeting in the world mm-hmm. that's ever happened. I, I mean, you can hear Bill W. himself speaking at meetings. It's all in there. It's just this treasure trove. It's amazing. So WeJoy, I think it's WeJoy.org, or maybe WeJoy.net, but whatever. It's one of those, mm-hmm. and people can find it if you want to look for those. The, the, those I highly suggest to people who can't get to meetings because, you know, Lying in bed at night, you just put your headphones on with your cell phone and you can listen to a meeting, and that's still a meeting. Mm -hmm. It doesn't completely replace the fact that you need face-to-face contact and you need to work with a sponsor and other people, but still. Actually, you know what? There is a podcast out there that does, like, meetings. Like, I've seen it. I was looking for... Seen it? You, oh, like, you just saw the app. I'm like, they video meetings? No, 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 no. It, oh, no, it's like, a podcast. There goes the anonymity part. <laughs> no, it's a podcast of an audio of... Um, like the, Speaker meetings. I guess so. I'll have, to, I'll have to look at it again. I feel like... I feel like it was... They were trying to talk... Like, they conducted a meeting, but they conducted it into their microphone you know like, and there was a whole audience no i don't know if it was a whole or audience. i mean like maybe it was maybe it was a, a a small group i didn't really listen to the whole thing but it was i think it was geared towards if you need a meeting here's a meeting almost kind of like a pocket meeting oh you, yeah you know what I mean? well people say that about this podcast too though they listen to it when they can't get to meetings really yeah I don't know how helpful I am. Well, no, no, when it's just us talking, when it's me interviewing an addict or an alcoholic. Got a problem? Call producer Shar. She doesn't have a problem and doesn't really know a lot about AA, but. I'm like, that's why I ask all the questions. Anyways. Well, we just wanted to check in. This is our weekly roundup of us checking in. We're, yeah, we're in the works. We got, yeah. you, you're talking to a couple people. 
that we or we have a couple people in mind that we're right. trying to book. Um, I have. I have a I well, I have this list of people that we you know like this hit list that we've had and, and if you know of anybody, um, you know who I want to have back in. I'll, I'll call it out publicly on the podcast is we need to have Matthew Hahn back in. <gasps> yeah, I just saw you know like, he just bought a house. Yeah, but he's you know like he they did an art, he's got articles done about him. We didn't we've never talked when we did that interview with him when we did that when we had him in studio right. He had not, it had not been public, the whole safe story. Right. And the whole uh, three strikes. There's a whole thing there. And it was because he had already done it and he was uh, committed to, re- that story was going to be kind of broadcasted on another show, right. another podcast. And so he, it's like when we talked about it off the air, he told us about it, but he's like, I can't bring it up now because right. that well, we're talking that- about a guy who went to prison and uh, by choice almost because he was disgusted with some of the stuff he found when he was out there ripping and roaring. Right. And um, he came he got sober in prison, uh, found Buddhism in prison, does a lot of uh, refuge recovery and he's Buddhist, practicing Buddhist and uh, a sober person. And so is his wife, and we and he he's got a, an incredible story. Uh, so we should that's have him. just very Dateline. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. it's and great. Get, and it's you know we'll like, have him back on the I, show. I feel like it's like it might be he might be in talks to turn it into a movie or something. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. he was writing something. He was writing a screenplay or something. Yeah. So, so we should we'll have, get him back on the podcast. We should get him in and have him you know give us an update because it's been a while and I'd love to hear that story. Yeah, me from too. his. Like we wouldn't do it justice if we told you what the right. story was. We'd have to have him come in and tell it. Yeah, for sure. But um, I'd love to have him back in. But if if there's anybody that you think that you want to hear, if you want to hear an update from somebody, that yeah. We've had on, if there's any guests that we've had in the past that you would like to hear an update on, please email us. It's radio rehab at gotoproductions dot com. If you know Russell Brand personally, please call us at four one five four nine six nine five one one because he's like my dream guest. I don't even know how I would talk to him, though. He's, like, so fucking smart and quick, and I want him to teach me to meditate. Like, I feel like his brain is overactive, and somehow he's learned to meditate. I feel like he can learn to meditate. Maybe I can meditate. But, yeah, him and uh, what's that other dude who basically does the same thing as me, but he has a way more successful podcast because he's famous? Dax Shepard. There we go. Uh, yeah, I want him on the show, too, because oh, I was doing I this first. <laughs> we need to have a combo. Well, I want to be on I want, I don't want to be on his podcast even though he only has famous people on his podcast. But I really want him to be on mine. So if you know Dax Shepard yeah. or Russell Brand, again, well, well, our phone number is 415-496-9511. Well, Armchair, Armchair Expert isn't exactly a sober podcast. He just talks about his life. And right. He just talks about sobriety, but he talks, it's very, it's very Howard Sternish interview style. Right. You know, like, so I get, I get the, you know, like he's, he's just being, he's just more, he's, he's a dude that's very open about himself interviewing other, you know, other people and right. talking about their life. But it's so interesting. I, it's one of my favorite podcasts. It's just so dang long that you'll never catch up. How long are his episodes? Two hours. Two hours? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll still have him on Radio Rhea. Maybe it'll be a two parter. Or no, it'll be like a five parter. Because <laughs> it's a three parter when just somebody tells their like 45 minute story. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs>
We'll get Doc Shepard on. Somebody out there knows him. We'll put it out there in the universe. Putting it out there, the universe. So anyways, uh, yeah, we're, uh, again, guest suggestions, everything, you know where to find us. Yeah, on all the socials, it's at Radio Rehab Dana. And thank you for listening. Keep coming back.